Joki said that um, that the Elenu was very upset. The Elenu, the end of Davin, he was very upset because by the time you get to Elenu by Shachris, right, everybody's already taking off the tefillin. They already had had enough, especially Bidavin Nusach Asfard. They had had enough already, and they're already half out the door, and that's if they're still there. And the Elena was complaining, God, it's not right. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Elena, he says, okay, I hear what you're saying. I'll make you the centerpiece of the Rosh Hashanah davening. You'll be in the centerpiece of Rosh Hashanah. Uh, Yom Kippur also makes its way. It's a, it's a piece, it's a, it'll be. As they over say such a joke, there's other parts to the joke I, I won't say now. Right, uh, so... It's a very nice joke, and it happens to have been. The funny thing is, is it's exactly the opposite. It's exactly the opposite. Aleinu, right? According to many, Aleinu was actually only in Rosh Hashanah davening. That's how it started, because it fits with the context of the davening. The davening of 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 Rosh Hashanah, the first section is called Malchios. It's talking about God's kingship, and therefore Aleinu is talking about Hakadosh Baruch Hu's kingship. Right, and therefore it fits perfectly into the into the um, into the davening. In, in, I'm sorry, in, into the Aleinu. A later, right? The first record we have in of it appearing in the Siddur, right, as part of our daily davening, is not until 1105 by the Machzor Vitri, the Rokech, the Meiri. Those are the latest Siddur. The original, the earlier Siddur of Rav Amram Gon and the Rambam, uh, they don't uh, bring down the the minag of saying Aleinu. The um, the uh, Meiri writes that uh, why? So why did we uh, why did we adopt it into the davening? So the different reasons given. The Meiri was a rishon, a later rishon. The Meiri writes that the that it says that when a person finishes davening, he shouldn't run out straight from davening. He should tarry a little bit. So this tarrying was that they would say some. They would say a chapter. Ideally, one would learn Torah. But it says you shouldn't run out, right? Or you shouldn't even just disengage from davening suddenly. So the end of davening in halacha, in, in shachris, we'll deal with, the end of davening of shachris is, is, um, tis, is when you say the tiskabel, right? You said ashrei uvalitzion, right? Which is again, kedusha, the, 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 the sidra thing it's called, right? We again have the kedusha. Then you say the kaddish, the chazan's kaddish, which says tiskabel tzlosun ovosun, God, you should accept all our prayers. And that's the game. That that's the the game over. That's the end of the prayers. So I didn't want you to run out. So therefore, the Meiri writes either say a psalm for the day, what we would call it, or say a lenu. Two nice things. He gives you a choice. So when you have such good choices, we do both, <laughs> right? You know, Jews. You know, you know, it's a, if you can get to. Why do one if you can do both? Right. So that's what the Meiri writes. The Bach, the Bach writes a different reason. The Bach is uh, one of the commentaries on the Shulchan Aruch. He, he, so he's quoting, he's building on the Ramah. The Ramah writes that one should say Olenu after davening, to close davening. And he writes, the Bach writes, because after you finish davening in the morning, you're going to go out to work. You're going to go out to work, you're going to engage with the broader world. Right, you're going to engage with the non-Jewish world, with the broader world. There's going to be challenges to your faith. 
right, that you face, uh, that you face. Uh, he's talking about, uh, the Bach seems to be, he's talking about faith in terms of uh, Christianity and Islam. It could be challenges to our faith in terms of integrity. That's also a challenge to faith, right? Uh, so he says, you should say, Aleinu, which of course the theme of Aleinu is, is right? You should know today that Hashem is the God. And Hashem is the all-powerful, Hashem is everything, and therefore you won't be swayed um, uh, or, or induced uh, after anybody else. Uh, so that would apply primarily to shachras. That would apply primarily to the morning, maybe in the afternoon if you're diving early. But arvit, which is diving, at the end of the day, it would seem to be that there would be no need to say Elenu, because Elenu was strictly a security. Again, this is before the invention of the internet and television, of course. Right, so therefore, it's just you, once you went home, <laughs> there was no engagement with the outside world. And therefore, there'd be no problem. Uh, we should probably say Elena when we walk into our house. That might be a better idea. Okay, so that's, uh, that, that, that's the uh, Bach's reason. Uh, the Kolbo, uh, he brings down from the Mugan Avram, surprisingly. He brings down from the Mugan Avram, totally different idea. He brings down Kabbalistic. He goes Kabbalistic on us. And he writes down the idea from the Arizal. The Arizal writes that when each Tfilah, when you daven, right, so that prayer has great power. So the klipos, right, the negative forces of the world, the spiritual negativity or the anti-spiritual uh, forces of the world, right, they want to come to battle against that tefillah because that tefillah, a good, a good, a good heartfelt tefillah, right, um, uh, they want to damage it from bringing down the blessing to this world. And therefore, the way, says the Arizal, the way that you protect the tefillah, the, the if you will, you envelop it in an aura of, uh, to become untouchable, is through the Elenu, that total pledge of faith in God, says the Arizal, that protects it. Again, this is out of my pay grade. Right, but that's what he writes, that, that it protects the tefillah from, uh, from the negative forces. According to the Arizal, Right, uh, that would be an idea that one should always say Aleinu at the close of each Shemona Esrei, not even each Tfila. Our minag is, we interpret that to mean each Tfila. So anytime we close out a prayer service, we say Aleinu, right? So it could be by Mincha and Marev in this shul, where we're doing back-to-back, it could be that you don't need to say Aleinu, right? Oh, you go back-to-back? Oh, son of a gun, wow, look at that, okay. So, uh, so uh, no, I'm not advocating we should stop saying Aleinu, God forbid, because then we miss a Kaddish and that would be terrible. But, uh, but, uh, but, uh, so, but there is such an idea. So now where is by the Ashkenazic world, where don't we say Aleinu? Which tefillah do we not say Aleinu for? Mincha. But which Mincha? Which one? Um... Of Yom you got it, man. Yom You're the babe. Okay. You got it, baby. That's right. That's right. You don't say even by your, even by Musaf, right? What happens by the end of Musaf? Chop. It just ends because they're assuming that you don't go on break. Now I don't know. I don't know. It seemed to me a hundred percent that if you're going to have a break after Musaf, you should say Aleinu. I'm not saying you should start doing it. I didn't see anybody do that. But it seems to me that that would be simple, that you should say Aleinu. There's no logic. The whole assumption is that you're going boom, 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 boom. It's not assuming you're going to go home and go to sleep. Okay, but uh, listen, I'm not uh, one to change the custom. <coughs> but the, the Arizal, according to the Arizal, the Arizal would hold 
that the Arizal would hold that you should say um, Aleinu after every tefillah. So therefore on Shabbat, on Shabbat, I don't know anybody that does this, I'm just telling you uh, the, the Arizal, right, is that they would say Aleinu in between, after Shacharit. It's on Shabbat, where we're going from Shacharit to, to Kriya Satira to Musaf, a universal, uh, they would say Aleinu after after um, Shacharis, according to the Rizal's custom. The Aleinu itself, who is the author? So we have a tradition that the Aleinu was authored by Yehoshua when he was conquered, after he conquered the city of Yericho. After the walls of Jericho fell and they miraculously conquered the city, they marched around seven times with the Shofrot, Right, so he composed this tefillah of recognition of God. He uh, composed this tefillah, and they say that it's hinted to because if you take the first paragraph of Aleinu, the first letter of each sentence of the sentences of uh, the first paragraph of Aleinu, and you go backwards, you get Hosea. They say not Yeshua because Yeshua Moshe elevated Yeshua, but Hosea himself was uh, was humble, like his teacher Moshe. And uh, therefore, uh, they say over that, that it was authored by Yeshua. Um, some say that Rabbi in the Gemara, he embellished it a little bit, but that it comes, it stems originally from Yeshua. If you look in the art scroll, in the art scroll sitter, I think, I think so, I think it says it there, that Aleinu, you should say Aleinu, you should say Aleinu with great... Havana. Yeah, we're going to get to you. Absolutely correct. Okay, I can't find it over here. In, in, the, in the Hebrew article, they don't have it. In the Hebrew article, sitter, it says over there that you should say the Elenu with, 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 with standing. Right, standing to give it um, elevated importance of accepting God's malchus. Right, just like by the Sfardim, when they say Hashem Melech, Hashem Melech, Hashem Yimloch, Leolam Vaid, collectively, you're supposed to stand. Um, and also, uh, you're supposed to say it with reses, with, with, with trembling, because it's such an awesome and a powerful prayer, right? Uh, and the person's supposed to say it with extra kavana. Uh, and uh, because it's described that when we say Aleinu, it's a guy, as if God himself and his whole Pamalia, the whole entourage of God, he's waiting for that close. He's waiting for that Aleinu. That's like the final orchestra, the, the grand finale of a music ensemble. So our whole tefillot, hopefully, were a great musical uh, experience, right? And God welcomes all of that. And this is going to be the climax. It's going to be the close. And Hashem is waiting for it. So you don't want to uh, blow it. Right, I know what you should do if you already left shul. I'm not sure what you should do. Okay, you're going to be a problem. Okay. So the, uh, the, the Elena is so important that the uh, Tzibor is the, that, uh, that let's say I already davened already and I'm just sitting. I davened already, right? And I'm just sitting. Right, so what, nonetheless, one should say Aleinu with the community. The Aleinu is such an important prayer that it's like any, like many of these tefillot. If the community says Shema, 
Even if you said Shema already or you're not davening, then you still must say the Shema with the community. So to Aleinu, which is recognizing God's uni- um, the unity of God and God's ex- existence, uh, you have to say it with the community. And uh, therefore, even if you're not holding by Aleinu, it's interesting, you, where do you have this tension? It's any other time you don't have a problem. Where you have this tension is if you were davening Mincha and uh, you, were, uh, you, you davened long, and uh, they already are up to, they, they said Tachanun already. And the Kaddish, the Chazan said Kaddish, and now it's Aleinu. And you just took three steps back, so now you have a tension. You have a tension. Do you say Aleinu with the community? Or do you say Tachanun, which must be connected to Shimona Esrei? Right, because Tachanun is supposed to follow with no interruption Shimona Esrei. So the halacha there is that you should say Tachanun, you shouldn't say the Aleinu. Um, but or let's say you're in a place where, but otherwise you should say the Elenu with the community, even if you davened already. Um, let's say you can't. Let's say you're in the middle of davening or saying something where you're not allowed to interrupt. So then you should nonetheless bow when everybody bows to give the impression that you are not denying Hakadosh Baruch Hu's uh, existence. Right, that you are part. You're you're joining with everybody and you give the impression. Same thing you do with the Shema. By the way, if, let's say you're in the Shema in the middle of a place where you can't talk. And you can't say the Shema with everybody. Uh, so then you're supposed to cover your hands, uh, cover your eyes with your hand, m- m- mimicking, I mean, mimicking uh, the saying of the Shema. Okay, Bezat Hashem, we'll continue. We'll get to Alan's Kiddush Levan another time. Is it the Baruch Shema with the Pitka, the Shema?